ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय श्रीमद्भागवतम कैंटो सिक्स चैप्टर फॉर टेक्स्ट नाइन ट्रांसलेशन एंड कॉमेंट्री बाय हिज डिवाइन ग्रेस ए सी भक्तिवेदांत स्वामी प्रभुपाद अनाचराणाम अचरा पादचारिणाम अहस्ताहस्तयुक्तानाम ट्रांसलेशन बाई नेचर्स अरेंजमेंट फ्रूट्स एंड फ्लावर्स आर कंसिडर्ड द फूड ऑफ इंसेक्ट्स एंड बर्ड्स ग्रास एंड अदर लेगलेस लिविंग एंटिटीज आर मैन टू बी the food of four-legged animals like cows and buffalo animals that cannot use their front legs as hands are meant to be the food of animals like tigers which have claws and four-legged animals like deer and goats as well as food grains are meant to be the food of human beings purport by nature's law or the arrangement of the supreme personality of godhead one kind of living entity is eatable by other living entities as mentioned herein dvipadang chatushpadaha the four-legged animals chatushpadaha as well as food grains are eatable for human beings dvipadam these four-legged animals are those such as deer and goats not cows which are meant to be protected generally the men of the higher classes of society the brahmanas kshatriyas and vaishyas do not eat meat sometimes kshatriyas go to the forest to kill animals like deer because they have to learn the art of killing and sometimes they eat the animals also shudras too eat animals such as goats cows however are never meant to be killed or eaten by human beings <coughs> In every shastra cow killing is vehemently condemned indeed one who kills a cow must suffer for as many years as there are hairs on the body of a cow manu sanghita says pravrittir esha bhutanam nivrittistu mahaphalam mahapala we have many tendencies in this material world but in human life one is meant to learn how to curb those tendencies those who desire to eat meat may satisfy the demands of their tongues by eating lower animals but they should never kill cows 
who are actually accepted as the mothers of human society because they supply milk. The Shastra especially recommends Krishi Goraksha. The Vaishya section of humanity should arrange for the food of the entire society through agricultural activities and should give full protection to the cows, which are the most useful animals because they supply milk to human society. <laughs> Although this verse, in a general way, describes the different kinds of foodstuffs for different living beings within this world, Srila Prabhupada takes the opportunity in his purport to stress the point of cow protection, which uh, Srila Prabhupada does in many, many purports. Uh, for instance, in the Srimad Bhagavatam, in his purport to Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 1, Chapter 4, Text 9, he writes that to kill cows means to end human civilization. People are very proud of their modern civilization because they have arrangements for electricity and transport and uh, mass communication. It's very sophisticated in a technological sense. But in terms of actual human values, the, because the killing of cows is, uh, it's also made technologically possible by modern technological means. It's possible to arrange factory farming, uh, mass slaughterhouses, shipping of meat uh, to uh, wide, wide shipping of meat by refrigeration. But this might seem to be a sign of civilization that now everyone can eat meat daily but it actually means to end human civilization because human life is meant for God-realization or at the very least to lead a pious life and there's no question of piety if the cows are killed. Why is that? Why cows in particular? Well here Srila Prabhupada writes they give milk which is the most valuable food that nourishes the tissues, the brain tissues necessary for self-realization. Uh, another major reason is because the cows are very dear to Krishna. Now it's a pious activity to protect cows and extremely impious to kill cows uh, or mis even mistreat cows. There are many, many quotes in Srila Prabhupada's books about this. <clears throat> and uh, <coughs> In Shastra there are so many, uh, and it may, may, may seem to be mostly promoting piety, that if you protect the cows, it's a very pious activity, if you protect the cows, if you feed them. Of course, the people in uh, factory farms, they also feed the cows. But if you feed the cow for the purpose of making the cow fat, so that you can kill the cow, that's not a pious activity. The intention to kill the cow immediately makes everything very, very sinful. So that is a, a central pillar of Vedic civilization, which all what we call Hindus up to the present day 
observe, well, it's changing now because people are losing their culture. We can know that what is called Hindu culture is really dead, really long, a long way separated from its, from its real values when Hindus also start eating beef, which is increasing. The very fact that there's a majority Hindu population in this country, but cow slaughter is tolerated, means there's something, <coughs> something very, very wrong. What's the point of saying, Gar se kaho ham Hindu hai? It should be sharam, maha sharam se kaho. They're allowing this to go on. So we, we learn from Shastra, from Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, what he told to Chankazi, himself quoting Shastra, that those who kill cows, they must suffer in hell for as many thousands of years as there are hairs on the body of a cow. It means in a very, very, very long time. It's not just the cow killer, one who personally kills the cow, who eats the meat, who allows that to take place, that means all our big Hindutva politicians, those who are not stopping cow slaughter, those who cook it, those who serve it, uh, very, anyone who's involved, they, all, they also become involved in the sinful reactions. Uh, so it's very impious to kill cows, it's very pious, but if we see the piety, well, devotees are not particularly interested in, in piety per se, mundane piety. They're interested in pleasing Krishna. So what's the relationship between cows and bhakti? Well, that should be obvious also, because Krishna, after all, is a cowherd boy. He's a gopa, gopal. Uh, if we say that someone is uh, a plumber, or plumber in English, and in Indian English, a plumber, we know that uh, he spends most of his day, every day, going around and fixing the pipes and taps. If he's a policeman, uh, well, that's maybe not such a good example in India. They're supposed to protect the maintain the law and anyway we know a policeman what they do they they are supposed to stop criminals and protect the good citizens and so on uh, to be a policeman even when you're off duty you're still a policeman because you can be called at any time now those who look after cows their duty is, it, it doesn't, it's not that you go to work at nine o'clock in the morning and you come back at five o'clock in the evening, nine to five. Or in India it's more like nine to nine, people work such long hours. But for the cowherd community it's all day every day. The, the plumber spends most of his time every day plumbing. The 
rickshaw driver spends most of his day driving an auto rickshaw. And the cow herd spends most of his day herding the cows. And when he's not herding the cows, he's feeding, feeding them apart from herding means taking them out to taking them out for grazing. But when they come back there may be some special foods to give them uh, then uh, brushing them, bathing them. Uh, they may spend the night in the cow shed also protecting them. Uh, and the, the women also, they also have duties to collect the cow dung uh, and to prepare foods from the milk, pro yeah, of course milking the cows. Uh, and it may be throughout the night also, if the cow, if the cow is delivering in the middle of the night, a calf, then the cowherd will be up at night also. So when we say so-and-so is a policeman, that really, you really get an idea of their identity, what they do with their life. When we say someone is a plumber, we know what do they do with their life. They're, you can expect them to be busy with taps and pipes. and So, so when we say someone is a gopal, it means their whole life completely revolves around and they're completely involved with cows practically 24 hours a day. Their whole meditation is on cows, just like the, the plumber is, he's, he thinks about pipes and taps because that's what he's involved in. So the cow herders, they think about cows and their whole life, their whole consciousness is absorbed in cows and the welfare of the cows. So that's Krishna. Chintamani prakara sadmasu kalpa vriksha lakshavriteshu surabhir abhipalayantam lakshmi sahasrashata sambrama sevyamanam govindamadi purusham tamaham bhajami in Brahma's description of his vision of the spiritual world, he first of all describes the geology and topography, the, the scene, the, the everything is made of uh, touchstone, philosopher's stone, even the buildings uh, and the walls and everything. And there, uh, Govinda, which means he who gives pleasure to the land, the cows, and the senses, Govinda is engaged in herding innumerable cows. This is, this is what you see. When, you, when Brahma had a vision of the spiritual world, he saw the, the spiritual land full of cows. Gokul. Gokul means, uh, go means cow and kul means group. So many, many groups of cows. <coughs> So, although piety from worshipping cows and protecting cows, th there may be many directives in Shastra uh, for karma kanda. You become pious, you get a good result. But devotees of Krishna, they perform cow protection and not just protecting but maintaining and nourishing and uh, pleasing the cows. They do so as a function of bhakti. So protecting cows, 
maintaining cows, pleasing the cows, it's also a function of bhakti. Because that's what Krishna himself does. Krishna spends most of his time personally caring for the cows. Takes them from forest to forest to see that they get plenty of nice different grasses. And so if his de devotees do that also, specifically thinking that this is pleasing to Krishna, then certainly that will be very pleasing to Krishna. So for a devotee looking after cows, it's not considered a pious activity in the sense that materialistic people look after cows with the idea of getting a good result to go to the heavenly planets or whatever. But <clears throat> devotees do so as they do everything. Krishna Tekila Cheshta. They do everything for the satisfaction of Krishna. And Krishna is very pleased uh, if uh, the cows are looked after. He's, he's very pleased even materialistic people do so. Pious materialistic people. Krishna becomes pleased with them. So cow protection is a, uh, it can be considered a bridge between uh, mundane piety and bhakti because Krishna is pleased by that. Uh, and even materialistic people, they'll recognize Gopal, Krishna. They, they don't have a conce concept of pure devotional service, but they worship Gopal, uh, the protector of the cows, and they also like to protect cows. So even within the Karmakanda uh, following of the Vedas, the Vedic culture, there's, there's always a connection with Krishna for everyone. Uh, because Vedic culture and cow protection, they're inseparable. There's no Vedic culture without cow protection. It's absolutely central. So the, in this way also, Krishna gives an opportunity to everyone if they agree to follow the Vedic culture, if they're, they're born into that and follow that. He gives that opportunity for everyone to even indirectly worship him and please him. In the Srimad Bhagavatam, uh, Krishna mentions Goshvanga Yavasadina. He's talking about uh, maintaining the cows, feeding the cows. One of the ways by which uh, Krishna can be pleased when he's particularly talking about uh, the worship of himself, he mentions how uh, by, by feeding and pleasing the cows, Krishna is personally pleased. And of course, in uh, Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu, the nectar of devotion, among the activities mentioned in relation to Vaidhi Sadhana Bhakti, rules and regulations, that all devotees should follow. Now, this is not in Raganuga Bhakti. In Raganuga Bhakti, uh, when one is cultivating a spontaneous attitude of devotion to Krishna, and definitely it's going to be central. Cows are going to be there because Krishna's there. And Krishna in Vrindavan means cows, cows, and many cows. But even in the stage of Vaidhi Sadhana, Ashvata Tulasi Dhatri Gobhumish Sura Vaishnava Pujita Pranat 
Pujita Pranata Dhyata Kshapyanti Nirnangakam Kshapayanti Nirnangakam Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu quoting from the Skanda Purana that a devotee should worship or nourish the Ashvata plant, the Tulasi plant, the Dhatri, that's translated here as Amalaka, the go, the cows. So it's very, and the earth, and the Brahmanas, the Vaishnava, they should all be worshipped and meditated upon, and this will, this quote from Skanda Purana says that this diminishes one's sinful activities, all these activities, and Rupa Goswami quotes that, but he does so within the context of Vaidhi Bhakti, that this should be done. Uh, in the Srimad Bhagavata, Mahatmya is mentioned. Remember, this is all in relationship to Bhakti, to Krishna. Uktam Bhagavatam Nityam Kritangcha Harichintanam Tulasi Poshanang Chaiva Dhenunam Sevanam Samam. So, daily recitation of the Srimad Bhagavatam. Remembering, thinking of Lord Hari. Nourishing Tulasi, that means giving by giving water and so on. And serving the cow. They're all on the same level. They're all activities which are very pleasing to Krishna. <clears throat> and then in the Varaha Purana, there's a quotation, Dhyayang Dhritischa Shantischa Pushti Vridhi Tathayvacha Smriti Medha Tathalaja Vapu Kirtis Tathayvacha Vidya Shantir Matis Chaiva Santatif Paramatata Yatra Gavas Tatra Lakshmi Sankhya Dharmas Jashashvataha So all these the godly qualities are mentioned patience Dritti, firmness, determination, peacefulness, then increase of nourishment, pushti vridhi, memory, intelligence, lajja in this in this context means can be understood to mean that. And a reluctance to perform sinful activities or to overstep the bounds of proper behavior or to uh, to uh, disrespect elders. Uh, uh, kirti, one attains kirti, uh, good fame, knowledge, and again uh, peacefulness. Uh, they all come to those uh, th- these are all present where there are cows if one is nicely looking after the cows then all good qualities where there is the cow there must be Lakshmi 
and all the demigods and certainly Krishna. So she is most auspicious. Um, mentioned in Shastra, or oh, this is from Dharma Shastra, Vridha Harita Smriti. These, many of these quotes are collected by Bharat Chandra Prabhu. Krishistu sarvavananam samanyo dharma uchate krishi bhirti pāśupālyam sarvesham na nishidhyate. So, of course, krishi go raksha vanijam vaisya karmasvabhavajam the agriculture, cow protection and trade are particularly mentioned by Lord Krishna in Bhagavad Gita as the natural occupations for the Vaishya. But this verse says that that it's for everyone. The 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 Vaishyas they particularly concentrate on that. Not Sorry, the agriculture and cow protection is for all Varnas. Although the Vaishyas do so on a big scale, but no one is forbidden from doing it. And actually, uh, particularly cow protection, it was uh, previously that every, everyone except very, very, very poor people, or maybe uh, some sh some shudras, but they, but they wouldn't have. But every brahmana, kshatriya, and vaisya, in their home, they must have cows. That was a must for everyone. Nowadays, that's not possible because people are living in apartments. So they'd have cows, and they would have tulsi. Now, if you can't have cows. At least you can have Tulsi. Everyone should have Tulsi in their home. But actually, uh, Srila Prabhupada writes, to kill cows means to end human civilization. So practically the way this civilization is set up with apartments, and then who's going to look after the cow? Everyone would individually look after the cow. And you may say, well, the cow, you have to look after them all day. But the individual people in the houses, they wouldn't personally, they'd keep them in the house, and then the cow herder would come every day and take the cows, take them out for grazing outside the village, and bring them back at night. And that's described. I read some uh, memoir of some English person in India, how Hare Krishna, Ananda Mai Prabhu, Suswagatam. We are Ananda Mai by seeing you. We've become full of happiness. <laughs> so it's described how in the villages the cow early in the morning the cow herd the cow herder would come and take the cows from every house and take them out all day and bring them back at night and the cows would automatically they know their own house and they'd go in he'd walk into the village and the the, the cow would uh, and often, sometimes the people in the house, they themselves would milk the cows, their own cows, or they'd have their own servants do it, or sometimes the cow herder would do that also, and he looked after them. So everyone would keep cows. That was a must, to keep cows. And nowadays, people keep dogs. 
Śrīla Prabhupāda was shocked when he went to the Western world. These people, they put so much value on dogs. They love their dog, not knowing they're going to become a dog in their next life by loving the dog. And they kill the cows. What kind of upside-down society is this? Often we, we see, if you see uh, Western tourists in India, if you go, uh, just like when I was at Haridwar, you'll see so many Western trying to be yogis in Haridwar, and they all take compassion on the local dogs, and they buy bread and feed the dogs. They're very concerned to feed the dogs. Meanwhile, cow killing is going on. Uh, <clears throat> but anyway, it, it's for everyone. Everyone is meant to... In fact, if someone d didn't keep cow... If you don't have cows in your house, it's considered very inauspicious. What's wrong? You must have cows. If the cow is there, then Krishna is there, Lakshmi is there, all the demigods are there. It must be auspicious. If you can't keep cows, then you're not following Vedic culture. You're not doing... A, it's the duty of everyone to do that. Uh, in the, uh, bhakti also, keeping cows is a, uh, it's a stimulus to bhakti because by seeing the cow we, re we should remember Krishna because Krishna is always surrounded by cows. In the Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu is mentioned the Udipana, or the stimuli for devotional service. So there's so many things. If if you see the the, the cool breeze blowing, uh, the, the the river Yamuna, uh, the cow, the peacocks with their feathers, they all stimulate remembrance of Krishna. Certainly the cows. By seeing the cows, we should remember Krishna, uh, who is a cow herder. Śrīla Prabhupāda writes in the Nectar of Devotion, A devotee may be desiring to associate with the Personality of Godhead as his cowherd friend. He will want to serve the Lord by assisting Him in controlling the cows in the pasturing ground. This may appear to be a desire to enjoy the company of the Lord, but actually it is spontaneous love, serving Him by assisting in managing the transcendental cows. So if we all want to go back to Godhead and go to Vrindavan, to go to Golok, the planet of the cows, then uh, we can look forward to eternity with the cows. Because Krishna's pastimes are completely mixed up with the cows. If you become a gopi, want to be a gopi, what do the gopis do apart from dancing with Krishna? Gopi means they're cowherd women. Or in Vrindavan, if you have a human form, you're either a Gopi or a gopa, which means a cowherd woman or a cowherd man. So life is fully involved in that. Or then if you become a tree, then you give shade to the to Krishna and the cows. You can become a cloud. That's also mentioned in the Bhagavatam how the clouds, the gopis themselves praise the clouds as the friends of Krishna because they give shade to Krishna and the cows. They give shade to the uh, in the autumn season after the monsoon. This is described. So the, the, uh, in this way, wh whatever form we take, it's going to be absolutely uh, mixed up with that. 
uh, with cows. I remember years ago speaking to one devotee in Gujarat and saying, at least when you come to the temple, can't you wear a dhoti? Why do you always have to wear pants? I don't want to look like a cow herder. Because they think it's very low class to be a cow herder. But, but uh, well, in this regard, there's a narration in Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita that there was a wandering astrologer. He would go here and there and he came, he came to Navadip, he came to the house of Jagannath Mishra and Nimai was there. And Nimai said to him, So, you're an astrologer, can you tell me my previous birth, what I was? And the astrologer said, Okay, give me the time, date, everything, place of birth, date. So he calculated and he, he went into meditation. He says, Oh, you are the Supreme Brahman. All the universes emanate from you. Uh, you are the beginning, the middle and end of all things. And then I said, you're not a good astrologer. I happen to know that in my previous life I was a cowherd boy. And from the piety of protecting cows, I've now become a Brahmin in this life. <laughs> the astrologer was right. <laughs> but Nimai didn't accept I'm not God, I was a cowherd boy. I'm not God. What do you mean God? I'm, I have to look after the cows. I'm, I can't be God. I'm too busy looking after the cows. How can I be God? Srila <laughs> uh, Prabhupada mentions that the cows in Vrindavan, they're in Shantarasa. Uh, because, the animal form. They appreciate the greatness of Krishna. But of course, in Vrindavan, everything is mixed with uh, very deep and intense uh, bhakti and sweetness. Uh, Vishra Chagavaktako says that the cows, they serve, the cows of Vrindavan serve Krishna in Vatsalya Rasa because they give their milk to him. And we know from uh, yesterday I was talking about Brahma, was it yesterday? Brahma, how he stole all the cows and the cowherd boy, the calves. Uh, so actually he set up a very good pastime in doing so because then Krishna replicated himself as the, in the forms of the stolen cows and, oh, sorry, calves, calves and cowherd boys. And he for one year he became those boys and the calves because the, all the elderly, that means the age of their parents, the age of Nanda Yashoda, or maybe a little younger because Nanda and Yashoda were quite old, they all loved their children, but they all desired to have Krishna as their child and to dress him and feed him, send him out with Krishna every morning. <clears throat> but there's only one Krishna. So Krishna took the forms of those cowherd boys and they felt immense love because they were actually serving Krishna because it was Krishna in those forms. And similarly, the, the cows, they desired to directly feed Krishna with their milk. 
So Krishna took the form of their calves and he directly took their milk. So in this way, the cows, they all had the opportunity to directly in that vatsalya, that parental affection, to serve Krishna. <coughs> yeah, from the uh, from the nectar uh, quotes from the nectar of devotion. Uh, even those who serve Krishna in Shantaras in they're in Vrindam they're appreciating Krishna they, they want to see Krishna when will that glorious day in my life come when it will be possible for me to go to the bank of the Yamuna and see Lord Krishna playing there as a cowherd boy specifically as a cowherd boy the devotees uh, who want to serve Krishna in Vrindavan they're not particularly interested to see Krishna as the universal form or as Dwarakadhish or Parthasarati they want to see him with his cows uh, in Sakyarasa Krishna going into the forest to tend the cows Srila Prabhupada writes is an impetus for Sakyarasa our devotees they aspire to help Krishna herd his cows. We have to serve Krishna. How are you serving Krishna? Help him in herding the cows. <coughs> uh, the gopis, they're also very conscious of the, the gopi lovers of Krishna. They're also very uh, conscious of Krishna as a cowherd boy and they, they love him as a cowherd boy. They don't love him as uh, the very opulent Supreme Lord, they love him as one of their own community. Uh, from uh, the gopis speaking to Krishna from 10th Canto of Bhagavatam, Dear Krishna, what woman in all the three worlds wouldn't deviate from religious behavior when bewildered by the sweet drawn out melody of your flute? Your beauty makes all the three worlds auspicious. Indeed, even the cows, birds, tree, trees and deer manifest the ecstatic symptom of bodily hair standing on end when they see your beautiful form. Now you may wonder, how can Krishna get away with playing a flute when it's known that he uses the flute for calling the gopis? Uh, how can he do that? Because the flute sound goes all over Vrindavan. Well, cowherd boys have a flute for calling the cows, but he also calls the gopis. They, the, the sound of the flute is meant for calling the cows, but the gopis become attracted to that also. <clears throat> also, it's described in Vrindavan when this, the gopis themselves describe that when Krishna plays the flute, his transcendental flute, then even the calves who are drinking from their mothers the milk they all become stunned and stop now those of you who have had anything to do with cows know that when calves are drinking milk from their mothers there's you can't stop them the only way you have to physically pull them away they they're completely it's 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 
like the meditation of a yogi, they're completely absorbed. They, for, for the calf taking the milk from the there's nothing he can think of. He's, he's just completely loving to do that. <laughs> and the cow also comes and turns around and licks the calf. So she's also completely absorbed in that. The calf is completely absorbed in taking the milk which is the milk is the liquid form of the affection of the mother and the uh, and the cow is licking the calf and it's a complete exchange of of affection but when they hear the sound of the Krishna's flute they all become stunned and stop and they forget that she is feeding and, and the calf is uh, taking the milk which is also why it's very there's another reason why it's very important for us to protect cows we want to take we want to offer to Krishna milk from protected cows and if we take milk from cows that are not protected we don't get the affection the protected cow has she she's protected she's loved and she reciprocates with love and that love comes into her milk her love manifests as that milk but for the cow who's beaten and tortured and eventually slaughtered you have all the uh, sinfulness of the people who are doing that that mixes that 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 consciousness mixes there so for so many reasons it's important to protect the cows Mm. Uh, from the Srimad Bhagavatam also uh, when Krishna had gone away from the Rasadans the gopis were imitating Krishna's pastimes one gopi perfect uh, one gopi perfectly imitated how Krishna would call the cows who had wandered far away how he would play his flute and how he would engage in various sports and the others congratulated her with exclamations of well done, well done, sadhu, sadhu. The, uh, <coughs> the gopis also say, praying to Krishna, your lotus feet destroy the past sins of all embodied souls who surrender to them. Those feet, so praying to the lotus feet of Krishna, what do those feet do apart from being prayed to? Those feet follow after the cows in the pastures. So we want to follow the feet of Krishna and Krishna is following the cows. And those feet are the eternal abode of the goddess of fortune. Again the gopis say, Dear master, dear lover, when you leave the cowherd village to herd the cows, our minds are disturbed with the thought that your feet more beautiful than a lotus will be pricked by the spiked husks of grain and the rough grass and plants. Because Krishna used to go barefoot when uh, he was first going for herding the calves. His mother wanted to give him some shoes. He said, no, you want to give me shoes? Okay, you have to give all the calves shoes also. Why? I'm supposed to be serving them, so how can I be in a better position than them? That was Krishna's attitude. He himself thinks of himself as a servant of the cows. Uh, hantayam as, what is that? Hantayam adriya rabala 
Haridasavarya. The greatest, the gopis praise the greatest devotee of Krishna to be Govardhan. Govardhan, the very name means Govardhana, who nourishes, increases the cows. What is that? Suyavasa. What is that verse? Do you know that verse? Say it. Hantaya madre abala haridasa varyo yadn rama krishna charanas parasha pramodaha manam tanoti go. What is it? Manam tanoti sago hanayos ganayos tayo paniyasuyavasam kandara kandamulai. So by providing grass and water, very nice sweet water and caves to take shelter in from the heat and the rain and the cold. In this way, Govardhan nourishes the cows, Krishna and all his cowherd friends and therefore is known as the best devotee. So um, we should bear this in mind that this is a a major function of Srila Prabhupada's whole mission is to, to spread the Sankirtan movement and also to establish hu actual human civilization without which people are going to hell and with which people may uh, increase their Krishna consciousness very naturally. So one can become Krishna conscious very naturally if one is living with the cows, worshipping the cows, protecting the cows, taking cow's milk and ghee, which is actual food for the body, not meat, uh, that, uh, the best food, uh, that stated the grains, the effect of the grains, if you eat grains that stays in the body for five days, and if you take milk, ten days, and if you take yogurt, twenty days, and if you take ghee for one month, but if you don't take any milk products for a, for a month or more, then all your food becomes like that of ghosts. Humans are meant for taking milk products. And that doesn't mean amyl dairy mixed up with all hormones and chemicals. So these uh, projects, these farm projects, they're very, uh, to say very important, uh, we can't emphasize how important they are. It's just this one aspect, cow protection, that's one aspect. And then there's, there's uh, raising up the children in Krishna consciousness, living together as devotees, sadhu sangha. Sadhu sangha is not meant to be once a week, but it's meant, it's meant to be all the time. So there's so many advantages of, of these Project. So we invite all the devotees to uh, help develop these projects. It's somehow, even though it's, it's the most natural thing for everyone to live that way of life, but be, people have become so divorced from actual human life that they think it's something very strange and unnatural to live on the land, depending on the land, the cows and Krishna. So please, uh, we invite everyone to, those who are in the cities can chant Hare Krishna and preach Krishna Consciousness in the cities 
and if you for some reason you have to be in these hellish cities otherwise go to the land protect the cows live peacefully chant Hare Krishna Hare Krishna any question about this just briefly because we're a bit over time here <clears throat> all right finish Hare Krishna all glories to his divine grace Srila Prabhupada Srimad Bhagavatam Ki Jai <laughs>